Hey, this is Colt Cabana, professional wrestler from the Art of Wrestling podcast. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio Podcast, which is weird because it's either radio or podcast. Can't be both, but hey, with you, baby, it is. Yeah. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is Smack It, our weekly SmackDown Live recap and review show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, live in the KCSF studio with my two Smack It cohorts. Jose together here in the 420 studio. How's everybody doing? Good. How are you today, sir? Great, great. And Nope. And? Uh, nope. It, my turn now, I guess. I, okay, maybe, maybe. Maybe. It's me, Michael Vergara. It's me, Michael Vergara. How's hey, it how's it going, everybody? I'm here to sell you on a wrestling podcast. And anyway, yeah. Fabulous. How are right. you today, sir? Okay, I'm okay. So yeah. this is what happens when you record 1,000 podcasts celebrating a 1,000th episode. This, of is, a, this is our special episode. This is CWR episode number 160. I don't yeah. know actually which which one it was. I was hoping we'd be able to make a, a logo in time for the show where it said the name of the show and then just like a random like 147. Yeah. Oh, that's what I should have done with those templates. Whatever. Oh, okay. well. I was thinking that on my way home yesterday from uh, recording the Raw review. How many more? How many episodes do we have? Like keeping count. Yeah, we like those uh, metrics. CWR 145. I have a fe- smack it. I have a feeling we're going to have like some reboot. Like comic then- book shows? Oh, eventually. Yeah. We're eventually just going to have a reboot. It's like, oh, yeah, no, those days. Uh, Yeah, we we didn't keep track yeah. at all. But guys, thank you for tuning in here on KCSF. Uh, recorded live for the beautiful fans here on KCSF. Uh, but if you, if, you did, if you didn't catch, if you can't catch all of our shows at 630 Pacific Standard Time, here on KCSF. You can always check it out on soundcloud.com slash Radio. Also, across a plethora of other fine podcasts, including iTunes, Google Stitcher, CastBox, Podbeam, uh, BeanPod, Alien Radio Network. I think I'm just making stuff up now. Oh, I believed you 100%. Um, that seems the exactly, Napster. exactly the type Napster. of druggy radio. Can, can we radio. get on Napster? I mean, I'm sure you can. I'm sure it's possible. What is it now? It's just more like a music app now. It's that like Pandora now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or got bought out by some company that eventually got bought out by Amazon. That got bought out by Girls Gone Wild. Yeah, just don't download our episodes off LimeWire. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. We want, we need, we need that money, right? No. Or wait, what's what's on LimeWire? LimeWire uh, was Joey Jin- site. <laughs> what? That torrent site. You don't oh, remember yeah. LimeWire? No, I remember LimeWire. Oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> LimeWire. Watched a, I was watch. a 14-year-old boy when I had LimeWire. I remember LimeWire. Yeah, how many? Who had did, no? Yeah. Did you go through? Um, yeah, how many how many times did your your parents turn on the computer? Like, why doesn't the computer work? Yeah, no, I watch uh, uh, cu- like this was before YouTube, where you would watch like Randy Orton desire video. It's not really his. Des- it's not his real desire video. It's just a, like you know how anime has music, just has like Lincoln Park over just clips of shows. Yeah, of like episodes. Like I that was me for wrestling. Did you make any like with K-pop in the background? No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I knew somebody who did that one time. Yeah, yeah, it was a, uh, a friend of ours. But anyways, um, thank, like I said, thank you for tuning in. SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, if you want to keep up with the show on social media, um, like, share, subscribe, follow at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and one more thing. It's a special occasion. Guys, we need you. We need your full support here. We need you to drop everything you're doing right now. Get on Twitter. Follow the Wrestle Hub. And nominate at CWR four one five as the best newcomer podcast of twenty eighteen. We thought we were nominated, but turns out you guys got to do the nominating for us. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. I thought I was just like making moves, making million dollar moves, but you know the fans have to speak up for us, and I I completely respect that. You know, it's it's fan nomination. There's not a panel of 
wrestling. It's not like Bruce Pritchard hits like a voter, like the Grammys, like random <laughs> like music executives vote on that. You know, yeah, yeah. It's not just like Vince voting, like ah, who is the best newcomer this year? That'd be kind of awesome if it was. Just so. stick it to Melter and just nominate us. Like they're much better than these. Oh yeah, I don't think he could win best newcomer. I don't think he could do best newcomer, but you know. He could, he might, unless he, if he put on like a wig or something. No, if he just released, stops sweating I mean, so profusely. I mean, if he just releases a new podcast under like a name, not the Wrestling Observer. Oh, Live, this is the Meltdown with Dave Meltzer. And like we just started like a year ago, so this hey, is technically new. We coined the Meltdown with Dave Meltzer, so if he wants to use that, he better pay us for that. I'm just saying. We come to collect. Yeah, I came to collect. Yeah. Anyways, SmackDown last night. SmackDown, SmackDown 1000. SmackDown Live 1000, guys. Given it the amount of respect to hit, this episode has had like more the so than their biggest stars in John Cena and The Rock. John Jim- Cena and The Rock. Jiminy Christmas. Boy, was it a show. I felt like it was just a cluster fest of just... Uh, just random theme songs and just people Moments, coming back. Yeah. yeah, It's just a celebration of SmackDown. It's yeah. not... They didn't have... They didn't have to go all out with this. They didn't have to treat this like Raw 1000 or Raw 25. They like, should have, I thought. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they have so much more shows to promote. Like, like the, the that, Rock wasn't even there. Like, John Cena recorded a video at Super Showdown. Yeah. Rock, John Cena and his hair. Yeah, John Cena. Yeah. I yeah. love the hair. Those are two separate entities, in my, uh, <laughs> in my opinion. But, guys, what do you think of the show overall? You know uh, it, it, it ended abruptly. I Oh, with The Undertaker. Didn't, didn't you guys get that feeling? Like, uh, the oh, wait, because bye. isn't there more? Like, I, I kind of wanted another 30 minutes. That's why I felt like SmackDown really? 1000 should have at least been three hours. Just that one episode. A wrestling show left you wanting more, huh? Yeah. Go, well, go figure. They, well, yeah. They, they tried to fit so much into two hours yeah. that it was just... I just thought it was kind of... No, to me, I thought it was... Su- I, like, if we're talking about the final segment, I thought that whole Undertaker segment was just super compressed, so they... I mean, <sighs> yeah. Well, yeah, the the they promo just, was shorter than the intro. Yeah. I got uh, three words for you. I mean, it was just... Change it, the channel. I got two... I got three words for you. Dance break. <laughs> <sighs> Stole that from post-wrestling. Uh, but guys, uh, yeah, no, I thought it was pretty good. Like, the the overall of the show, you know, new tag champs, uh, Undertaker, mm-hmm. Edge. Uh, Let's just go on with the show with... Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just giving it to the people that wanted to be here for 30 seconds. You know, they got to go. No, they got to do work. the work. They got to do gotta, the work. They have to actually go back to work. They got to go do making laundry. million dollar moves. You know. Yeah. But anyways, new tag champs and all that. So let's get into it. Uh, started out with a night with uh, our our Truth TV's back, guys. Yeah. What happened? I thought the uh, show was canceled. Yeah, I thought Miz took it. Um, how how did they elaborate on the fact that it was canceled? They just they said didn't. it was. They, canceled. they just went to dance break. They just went to dance break. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so we'd had two dance breaks to begin with, to oh begin the show Could with. I say Carmella? Oh, she, she was looking fabulous last oh night. She looks better as a brunette. A million bucks. Yeah, oh, yeah. I saw a picture of her. I, I love how everybody was ripping on her at first. Like, oh, I don't know if I like it. But then I saw a picture of her when she was blonde, and I'm like, oh, I like the brunette. Uh, just for the record, CWR has been 100% behind her since she got that uh, change. Well, uh, oh, 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 since the change. Yeah, yeah maybe. Change. I don't know. Yeah, Mike, Michael was like, you know, she's actually a pretty good wrestler now. I, you know. <laughs> I joke, I joke. Uh, but two dance breaks to start start off Truth TV, and then out comes Stephanie McMahon, the first general manager of SmackDown, right? Yep. Uh, she made it known. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she comes out, and she starts, you know, saying thank you, blah, blah, blah. And then out comes Shane McMahon. Huge pop. Huge pop for Shane. He almost looked like he was going to cry. The current GM of SmackDown Live. No, I thought he was the commissioner. commissioner. Oh, He's right. the commissioner. He's the commish. And then, like, Corey Graves pointed out the fact that he hasn't been there in, like, eight months. Or since Smack, since WrestleMania. Gabe Page, full 
Paige uh, is just like, hey, I'm glad you're here. I have a list of questions I need to ask you. So what's the code to open that one door in the back? Oh, yeah. You know. Um, so then, you know, they kind of have a little back and forth, Shane and Stephanie, and then out comes, out comes Papa. Ah, ah, I'm yeah. Back. Ah. Yeah. I, sorry, I got really, I got, yeah. I literally was just like walking around my room with my chest out for like three minutes. Well, ah, he was ah. really so excited. He, oh, yeah, he, he got super excited and the crowd got super excited. I love then, this, Vince. I, yeah. yeah. It's just, I, and then like you, I don't want to like be kind of a Debbie Downer here thing, De- Debbie Downer here. And then I just had this sudden realization that, like no matter how much flack like this family is getting over this Saudi Arabia thing, this is just more like a segment where they just they're kind of glad handling themselves. Like you know these people still love me. These people are still behind me despite the fact that I'm doing business deals with 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 these killers. <laughs> you know, just and straight killers, yo. Like even even like even the, the it's just reassuring to him that the audience is still 100. percent Behind, be, behind Vince, oh, dude, yeah. I think mostly just because they want to just chant the theme song. The but you could tell Arena is chanting that theme song, and I just yeah. like, and I'm yeah. like, even though they, that, yeah, and even when they like booed any mention of Crown Jewel, like when Undertaker mentioned it, like they'll still cheer for Vince. Apparently so there was something during the commercial breaks where they showed a clip of Crown Jewel at the crowd, and the whole the whole stadium started booing. Yeah, yeah. Right so I mean, yeah, like, and it's just like, dude, like audience members, like you guys got to like think if you guys. You can boo that one thing, but then like if you gotta, you gotta pick your bat. Like you gotta be more focused on what you should and should not like. Because if you like Vince, but then but it's then like you, I then I start. You have to separate the work from the shoot in a sense. Yeah. Like because if you're gonna boo Vince, then like you might as well not watch WWE in that matter. Yeah, uh, whoever's booing Vince is either not at the arena at the time, or they're at home boycotting. And that's just personally what I think, because like I think if you're you're there, it's like you have like you really have to separate. Like, this is the character of Vince McMahon coming down to the ring, and I don't know, man. But I, but it's, I, it's, it's hard. There's it's hard. there's a lot more to this. There's a lot more to that because the whole because of this whole Saudi Arabia thing. I'm, and I'm not sitting here saying that like, oh, it's okay. But I'm just sitting here saying like I think that's just what's happening is people are separating the shoot from the work. I just I just think that the overall scope, the overall optics of this segment. Was just a way to get the McMahons over. But you know what? It's okay because we have a Vince McMahon dance break. And yeah, <laughs> I just thought that was nonsense. And like the whole, and they, I think they, I think they caught wind of the fact that that dance break was the best part of that one episode of like of True TV, and they just they wanted to run that into the ground. Yeah. Well, they did it three times. First True TV, they did it maybe three times as well. Yeah, so Vince, I, I did like... But it's a bit more self-aware in the fact that it's the most over part of that show. Let's just... Sure, yeah, let's just had, uh, had one question. Yeah, let's just beat it to the ground. Like, it's it's typical WWE fashion for well, it's it It's not going to be around for too long anyway. It's supposedly canceled, but... Yeah. yeah. Um, up next, oh, one thing I didn't want to mention, though. Did anyone notice how everybody was referring to ev- all the titles as the SmackDown Women's Champion or the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, not... The SmackDown Live Women's Tag Team Champ or the Women's Champion, not the SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. I didn't notice that they removed the live word from all that. Have they always said live? Yeah, I know they have. I mean, I, <sighs> um, I personally think there's that so this, much verbiage they have to like. No, I, but I, I know, but I think there's a reason. That, like you said before, there's no coincidence in WWE, and I just think there's a reason why they're not saying live anymore. Yeah, I, is it because they're because well, they you think they're going to go taped and they're going to air it on Friday? Like, what is this you're kind of implying? I mean, could be. I mean, it definitely could be. Um, we'll see what happens in the coming future. I'm not. I'm not Rupert Murdoch. I don't yeah. know. 
That's but, true. That's just a speculation I have. Yeah, uh, can we thank God for the McMahons not making this? I, they made it about themselves, of course, but it wasn't like past years where they would make it completely about themselves for thirty minutes it's not, straight. It's not a straight up storyline no, within the context of the show. Bring out the people dance break. that you know influenced SmackDown throughout the years. And I mean, quote unquote influenced. I mean, yeah, they created like Vince McMahon created the show and everything, but well, the, like, Rock, the Rock kind of created SmackDown. They he coined well, he the term. The, yeah, he coined the term SmackDown even before SmackDown. Um, started yeah i remember the first episode the very first episode of smackdown i watched live on upn it was a special edition on a tuesday night and uh it was just called smackdown it had the same ramp as the wwe raw yep everything oh everything. they should have brought back the fist oh yeah oh. well yeah that's what i think people were disappointed about i saw some posts on uh facebook like right before the show started how people were disappointed about that but I mean, that's that's kind of a moot point. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's a pain in the ass to get there. They oh, they, 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 they do it in pieces. It's like the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, because it's ridiculously they're, heavy. Yeah, yeah, they're equally. I, I consider the SmackDown fist and the Statue of Liberty of equal value. I think it's probably made by the same person. Oh yeah, in France. Do you, yeah, yeah, probably or his grandson. It could or, be Statue of Liberty's fist itself. Like they just, ah, they just take it, it to me. Yeah, <laughs> you got it, Vince. You're you're great. Uh, God, I don't want to do that. Never mind. Next up, we have our uh, first match of the night. Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles versus the Usos, which on paper seems like a great freaking match. I mean, this match was okay. The debuting yeah, okay. Usos, apparently. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, it was a good match, but it wasn't great. You know, and they can really, all four of these can, if these was like something like a PWG, you know, be fabulous. Um, you, you're just you're pretty much just saying that this match was capable of a lot more. Of a lot more, yeah. Uh, a television match. Jay Uso and Daniel Bryan start the match. Eventually, there was a double team corner super kick. Well, not the super kick, but uh, double team in Seguri in the corner to AJ Styles. Yeah, the double super kick comes early. It comes later. Later, uh, calf crusher locked into Jay Uso while the yes lock locked into Jimmy Uso at the same time. Cool. Um, Brian does hit uh, AJ Styles by mistake. So Oops. you know what that means? Like, what you doing, Daniel? This you needs hitting me. This no ain't, reason. This feud just needs conflict. Needless, like needless conflict. We're gonna have our match. Yeah. we just need to wait, Daniel. Um, eventually. Uh, after that, the double super kick to Daniel Bryan and Jimmy Uso. Jimmy Uso, right? Pins Daniel Bryan. Uh, sure. Okay. Cares? I believe so. <laughs> well, you, we care here at City Wrestling Radio. That's why we get the hard facts. That's why I had to. I went back and I analyzed the tattoos on each of them. Jimmy's right. Uh, Jay is left. Oh, no. I, I just rewinded. And then the first name I heard, I wrote down. I didn't do any analyzing. Oh, there you go. Come on. Next up after the match. Oh, yeah. So Jimmy Uso over Daniel Bryan. And did they have a little stare down after the match? Not really. Of course they did. Yeah, it was, well, um, but I, I mean, I hope that's going to be a good match at Crown Jewel in a mysterious location. Oh, God. Next up, <laughs> we we have. Oh. Is this a semi botch? What? This, uh, the GMs from the past? Oh, I totally was forgot that? About They this. know it wasn't a botch. They literally just put their faces on the cameras and say, do your thing, yeah, and that's it. It's like the audio was mixed really bad. They they it, just didn't it, want to, they didn't I've, want them to speak. They just I've wanted noticed. them to do they the should thing have, they wanted to they do. Should, they've done silent uh, segments before. No, where, that, yeah, where it's kind I know of like at a whisper. Yeah, this was like a, like very. It was this. It was weird. It was just weird levels. It sounded the, weird. That's all. The USO music was still going in the background. Yeah, the, the no, the USO music going at it. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. Me, yeah. It was still going. And the announcers it, were talking, and the GMs were all talking. It seemed like a cluster. Yeah. So Paige is backstage with Vicky Guerrero walks in, and then my favorite Teddy Long, holla holla, and uh, after that, people power, uh, John Laurinaitis, who was never a SmackDown that. GM. Yes, he was. I thought yeah, he was. No, he, yeah, I thought yeah, he, he won. He, he won power of both shows at one point. Oh God, that's true. Yeah. That was that uh that WrestleMania match, right? 
Yeah, who was he fighting? Was it? Was it I think Zach. Long? Yeah, Zach Ryder gets his nuts kicked by Eve Torres. Ouch! Ouch! Oh well, yeah, no, the all the GMs are back and they're there, including like Stephanie at the beginning and then Kurt Angle later and randomly, but that was. Weird. I don't think Steph was in this segment. I think she's kind of a. Oh no, no, I'm saying she was there. She was there. Yeah, throughout the night, saying that she was general. I think though, no, her only segment was the first. It's not like yeah, that yeah, I'm complaining yeah, yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Sorry. Next up, we have oh, they're back. Evolution, Randy Orton, Ric Flair, Triple H, and Dave Bautista with the Four Reasons promo. Oh, they all come out, and oh boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Batista had things to say. He did. Uh, first off, I mean, they all had a, they all had a couple things to say before Batista. It's nice to see Randy Orton with the oversized uh, shirt and uh, vest. Yeah. No, the shirt is oversized. The vest is undersized. He, he probably came in with like just like his trunks and the hoodie, and they were like, dude, what are you doing? He it, said, I'm a wrestler. It just straight up looked like it was from 2005. It's like the exact same thing he wore in 2004. But, they pulled it out of like, the museum. Yeah, I thought Batista was like, here, just wear this. <laughs> um, so Triple H comes out with all of them. He goes off. He just says, we're evolution. Ric yeah. Flair gets a huge pop as Woo! well, you know, whatever, because he's Ric Flair. Styling and profiling, baby. Um, Styling and profiling. Ooh. And you see here, you get to know that it's evolution. What am I saying again? It, Where am I? Michigan. It's wrong no. 1,000. It's more like 10,000 for me. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Randy Orton kind of runs down. Um, well, he doesn't run down Triple H or or Ric Flair, but he, he does run down Batista. Dave, Batista. He says he spends more time in the makeup chair than he does actually wrestling. Which is true. I mean, nowadays, I mean, he's an actor. That was such a weird actor. line. Yeah. No, it was I, a very weird line. It just sounded like a shoot. <laughs> No, it, kind it, of. some of the some of this stuff on in this whole thing sounded semi shoot and semi like scripted. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, then Dave Batista gets on the mic. Very nice shades, by the way, with the black rims oh, and the red. Was, was it Cyclops those? shades? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was scared if he took them off. I didn't want him to kill anybody. It was like ruby quartz. Um, so he comes out and he um, he he starts talking. He said something to Rick. What was it? He said to Rick Flair. Keep it in your pants. But, but well, what, what led it, up to that? Rick yeah. Flair tried to do a fist bump, and yeah. Batista didn't see it. But then he kind of caught it out of the corner of his eye, so he raised his hand up, and they still kind of did an awkward uh, dab. Okay. And then he turned around, and then Rick Flair gave him the fist bump, like in his face. Here you go. He was like, mm. "Oh no, no, I'm not falling for that again." Keep it uh, in your pants, Rick. <laughs> Yo, oh, and Triple H. That, that must he was honestly up. that must have been an inside joke. Yeah, because Randy was, Orton went to Triple H and said, "Wait, wait, what?" Oh, and Triple H whispered in his ear, "No, nah, I remember that time he stuck his dick out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "Oh yeah," because <laughs> uh, he starts going about starts oh. to out a little bit. Yeah, no, I do feel like because you know Randy Orton shake his hand. It's all coming. It's all coming together. It's all coming to fruition or provision. Fruition. 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 Like you hear stories about Randy Orton wanting to pay, wanting to want writers to shake his hand with his penis hand. Yeah. After masturbating, um, and then uh, Batista goes on and starts you know complimenting Triple H. It's Triple H, you've done everything in the business. There is a do except for beat well, me. Well, no, let's kind of rewind that a bit. Like, did you, ooh, ooh, what did you think ooh, of the Randy Orton promo? Like, I I sort of felt it kind of went felt out of place because he they just had to shoehorn the fact that he was indeed a heel. Like, he's a heel right now. He's their he's their current right. top heel. All right. the all this other stuff. I just felt it was just it, just it felt kinda, weird. It so. kind of ruined the flow. Like, this is supposed to be like this celebratory thing. And for him to like still be quote unquote like in character. This for is it. an angle. 
This like, is an angle. You think Jesus is coming back? Yeah. I mean, I mean the grand gonna scheme gonna of things in this segment, there it's it's very strongly implied that this is like Batista's like it's, it's setting it's, up Batista's program for potentially Wrestle, WrestleMania. Probably WrestleMania. It's, yeah. Or another Saudi Arabia show. Oh god, don't say that. It's the road to Triple H through Randy Orton. That's what it is. Okay, I can see that. Um, but then do you want Batista to be wrestling Randy Orton and then Triple H? Why not? Because I feel like that sort of dilutes Batista. Huh? Like, tri- Batista, so. Batista, he he has always said, like, for years that he wants to retire facing Triple H. And so I sort of feel like this is going to be his retirement match and this is going to be his Into the Sunset with about, about wrestling uh, facing Triple H in which if you put Triple H versus Batista, I can very well see Triple H winning that match. My, my Fiji water thinks so too. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I mean, I I can see. I don't know. Yeah, maybe Triple H does. But what did Batista say? He kind of came out and started saying. He went off about how uh, you know, he when they asked to be here, he didn't really. He said, that "If anyone knows me, they know this is the last place I want to be." Which that you know was a total shoot right there because mm. he doesn't want to be there. Um, it starts going on. Starts you know Rick starts talking to Ric Flair, um, Randy Orton. He says, "I'm gonna ignore what you said." Then, like I said, rips into Triple H and says, you've done everything in this business except for beat me. And they've had a stare down. And then they hugged. Yeah. I thought Batista <laughs> came off as the biggest baby face in this show, more so than oh, yeah. Daniel Bryan, which I never oh, would yeah. have said four years ago. But um, I love how Batista, Batista, yeah. Batista goes. He's like, yeah. He says, you fans, you know, you, you booed me, cheered me, you called me. Ble-. And you could tell a little bit in his voice he was a little pissed. He was like, you called me Bootista. No, I didn't think he was pissed. I thought he said it with love. Like, hey, no matter what reaction you guys gave me, I love doing this in general. Yeah, but I felt like there was a little bit of anger hidden, at least from the past. that he's. I think resolved. that was just passion. Yeah. I think it could be. Just, Definitely. I think that was just pure passion. But, yeah, Batista is, like, more so than, like, more so than The Rock or or to a certain extent John Cena, like Batista just comes off a, as a guy who genuinely just wants to be there. Like yeah. no matter how much like his star his 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 stock in Hollywood, which I do believe is actually kind of rising. Um he's gonna be the new Bane. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> really? I didn't that that's news to me. But um but yeah, I just think Batista just came off you know, he did get a little rambly, but uh, just for the most part, I thought he came up as the biggest star in this show. Yeah, I mean, and this I, was the best segment in this show. I love Batista. Oh, was it? Was it? Was it? Was I think it? so. I had the most. I got the most entertainment value out of this. Yeah, out of that throughout this entire show. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought the dance break was the probably the highlight of the show, but hey, that's just me being having ADHD real bad. Next up, we have Rusev. ADHD Rus- would mean that you would think that Evolution would be the best segment because you wouldn't remember. Well, ADHD means you have a short attention span. Yeah, but yeah. wouldn't that mean? But that but the, the whole. No, I'm uh, thinking about short term memory, which yeah. I kind of feel like that's those, just that's those just two kind of go hand in hand. Oh no, that's just the pot right there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, not for you, but so, great, so, <laughs> a great what's, combination. What's this about Rusev? I missed him on my Rusev. Notes. I don't have anything on Rusev. Oh, really? because that match was like 12 seconds long. Oh god. Okay, so no, Ru- they get Kurt Angle. At commentary. At commentary, they flew. Where was Raw? By last the way, night? where was Raw last night? Uh, DC. Was it in DC as well? Oh no, last night no uh, uh, Philly, Philly. Yeah, yeah. They flew. They flew Kurt Angle from Philly or all train. the way. You're taking a train to Washington he DC. I think it's like an hour, hour and a half yeah. away. And I want to say they put they got Kurt Angle on commentary. Kurt Angle, one of the <laughs> one of the pillars in my opinion of SmackDown. They got him on commentary, and I feel like he said like five to six words tops. I think all he this said entire was entire segment. They asked him. He said, "What do you think of these two men? Oh, they're both so great." <laughs> And then Miz pins 
Rusev via an English distraction, and then that was it, which I think the reason why this match was super short is because the Evolution segment went too long. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Um, there were, And then after the match, Aiden English is just chilling. And like I said, Miz got the got the total jobber entrance. They both did. Well, at least Rusev, you had him. You heard some of his music as he was entering the ring. Miz had a total entrance. I don't think the that ring. counts as. I, I think that still counts as jobber entrance. If you don't walk down that ramp, that's a jobber entrance. Yeah, no, I feel it. But a different degree to jobber entrance. I don't know. Well, Bar got jobber entrance too. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's getting a jobber entrances well, lately, dude. Like it's Monday it's a two-hour show. Come on. You gotta keep going. Um, so after the match, uh, Aiden English is just lingering by, and then Lana gives him a swift kick in the net. Yeah, it's they were playing. They were playing a game of Rochambeau. I kick you nuts as hard as I can, and you kick me nuts as hard as you can. First one to fall loses. Yeah, no, Lana won the game. You should just do the entire show like that. Welcome to City Wrestling Radio, guys. No, but next up we have Edge backstage with a former Edge head, Kurt Hawkins. And it looked like he had Zack Ryder like on his phone, like he was like he was calling or something. <laughs> yeah. And then Edge was just like, nah, like kind of singing with his hands, like, no, nah, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I think we they were tra- he was to. trying to do a reun- reuniting of the Edge heads. Which I th- Wait, isn't Kurt Hawkins on Raw? Who cares? Uh, I, th- I think so, I but say who cares? Yes. Yeah, because he was fighting Braun Strowman a, yeah. a couple months ago. Whatever, Kurt Angle's on Raw. But, but he, he's on vacation. He, the, they said, joining us now, the vacationing general manager of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> like, what, dude? Uh, so next up is the cutting edge. I still can't get over the fact that Kurt Angle. That shirt? No, just the, the fact that Kurt Angle just went all the way from Philadelphia just to be like such it's a throwaway. Words. Just yeah. such a throwaway. I'm, I'm sure he gets paid the same amount, and I wouldn't I wouldn't say no, but that's just, I felt like he just went felt super wasted because I do consider like Kurt Angle like when you look at li- smackdown royalty yeah he's part of the smackdown six and you know him edge and right. no no this- cult following here dude seriously <laughs> no but then like he i has dates to fulfill man it's it just i felt like he was super wasted like <laughs> vince i'll show up there just like <laughs> edge got his spotlight Rey mysterio got a spotlight like dude kurt angle should be yeah but then again they had so angle, much time angle to is like on raw the past couple weeks where Edge is never on TV, and Rey Mysterio this is his first night back. But then, if but then you're emphasizing this SmackDown's history. No, you know def- what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I, and then like you have segments like Evolution, yeah. where those guys were on Raw all the time, and, and yet they're did they doing say this. last night they're like this is their first time on SmackDown. I mean, I guess they just needed names to fill that show. With, uh, with who? I, so with Evolution came out. Uh-huh. I swear to God, I thought I heard Tom Phillips say. This is Evolution's first time on SmackDown. Oh, I didn't catch that. So, you know, a bunch of firsts in SmackDown, I guess. They keep on making history. But, yeah, I felt, I mean, I don't know what you can do with Kurt Angle in 2008. I mean, he, him, and then, like, and it's too bad that John, I bet you he they would have had something more planned for him if John Cena could have made it, could could make it, you know? If yeah. John Cena was on that show, I would have put oh, Kurt Angle and John Cena. Aggression. Like, just have them have a segment together. Yeah. Like, like they don't even have to have a match. Angle they just... puts out the challenge and John Cena comes out. Yeah. Just a little bit something. Yeah. Uh, so next up is the cutting edge with Becky, with uh, Edge and her, his guest, Becky Lynch. And I do love how they had Tony Schimmel back to introduce Edge. I, I'll spare or the, Schimmel. I'll spare this microphone. Yeah. Super star. Uh, Edge uh, comes out. He introduces. To no pyro. And that's, it, again, it was, it was that's super just something that you always associate with Edge's with Edge. entrance. Yeah. No, I I felt he does the he does the little like rock and roll logo. No, it's the devil horns. Yeah, both. 
and then no like no pyro. Yeah, yeah. let's face it, they can afford pyro now. The again. devil. Well, yeah, with the Saudi money. Yeah. Um. So he comes out. He introduces his guest, Becky Lynch. Um, Becky Lynch. He's he's telling Becky that he still sees some good in her. You know, and this guy knows how to work the crowd and anticipate the crowd reaction. No. Oh, he's great he's on the mic. Oh, he's been great. Oh, no, yeah, I don't... I, I feel... I just no, missed, I, like, skills like that. I feel like he did a terrible job. You know why? What? Because they're still cheering for Becky Lynch after this entire Well, that segment. wasn't the point, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they're trying to push her as a heel, as, like, the, the ultimate Are you serious? Heel. I think she's a tweener. No. Yeah. Dude, it's su- they were... Su- it, it is super, like... It's obvious that they want to it's make super Becky super obvious. Yes, they want to make they want to make Becky like the heelest heel that ever healed because here she is insulting Edge's neck. Like I feel that like the writers, line. I feel like that the was writer, a great line. Yeah, I feel like the writers truly feel like that this is well, not writers, more like Vince, like the stubbornness in this guy just wanting to like keep Becky as this heel and then trying their damnedest. To make sure that, like, to put over that fact, and it's just, it constantly fails. You don't like, think it's, it's not Smart City or anything. This is every crowd. You don't think it's Road Dog getting chance after chance? Okay, you said you can turn your heel. Here's this week. Do it. You just can't pull the trigger. You can't, I mean, I'm not can't there. I can't really speak for it, but it's, the writing's on the wall of how they want Becky to perceive, and it's also, but it's also just as obvious how much the audience are just not taking to it. And they're just constantly, it's another, just a, it's just another fighting a relationship between the writers and the audience. Yeah. And no matter what she does, she's never going to fully turn. Yeah. I mean, it's just, she's so, it's just such tweener status now, I feel like. It's not, I don't, I, I, I really don't think it's tweener. I, I think I just, I have to disagree with that because if it's tweener, I feel like she, tweener. I feel like she would have at least agree, uh, agree, like conceded a little bit to Edge's argument, but then she just went all out, like, "No, fuck you." <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So basically, what happened was is that Edge kind of ran down Becky. He says, "You know, it was kind of similar to a uh, uh, Luke Skywalker um, and or and 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 Kylo Ren." I felt like no, it, I felt like it was more like. You like you ever like remember in high school when you have those like those uh those Mentors? former drug users? Oh god. It's like I had a problem with alcoholism and I'm here to talk to you and you've learned from my mistakes and like Edge sort of put over the fact that like he has like zero friends. Zero <laughs> friends even though he has a podcast with Christian and a beautiful wife and probably yeah. children. His children too, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a child Beth with Beth Phoenix yeah. and like uh, they're gonna they're gonna paint Edge as like your they think their audience don't know that Edge has is associated with all these things and they're I just was, gonna completely retcon this entire his entire character into making him this dude full of regrets. But I, I was totally uh, waiting to hear Matt Hardy come out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, so you, friends like Matt Hardy, I've lost. And then, like, Lita's in the back. Like, Friends like Lita, I've lost because I burned those bridges. She's like, can you stop? Stop. Stop <laughs> it, please, Edge. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, it's it's definitely. Um, it's, I mean, I don't know. I like I like the segment. Last yeah, time. he went full dad mode on Becky, which she went full teenager mode and He's, rebelled. And yeah. that's only going to get Screw you pop. you, dad. Uh, yeah. 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 Sort, um, yeah. So basically, at the end, um, like you said, Becky Lynch, she did kind of give a good line to Edge saying, stop being so condescending. Get out of the champ's ring and be careful of to not hurt your neck on the way out. <laughs> Which was a great line. Got a huge pop for me and the audience. Out comes Charlotte. And Charlotte just says, yeah, well, I'm going to teach you a lesson right now. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm going to do it right now. And then attacks Becky Lynch. And they have a little bit of a little bit of a scuffle. Next up, we have uh, the bar. The bar versus the New Day. Two commercial breaks. During, this match got 
Well, you know what? Did it really? Damn. I didn't really pay attention to that because, like I said, I... It's not like you review this show or anything, right, Corey? Well, no. <laughs> it's not like I watch it on network TV. I have it on... So my rule is that I will watch... I can watch Raw and SmackDown, anything that's not a paid-for thing, on a streaming service online. Mm -hmm. Like, say, some website that is sketchy that has all these wrestling shows you can watch for free. I mean, cable but, is not free, dude. You're right, but I don't want to pay a cable company. But this is my this is the way I work around it in my head. And then, but I will watch New Japan on the New Japan World. I will watch pay per views on the WWE app. I'll watch NXT on the WWE app or network. I mean, but it's but it's just you don't you're not direct. But then, like, okay, whatever. He's paying for shows that are yeah yeah yeah. You're you not pay, paying physically pay for. You know that's yeah. Michael doesn't agree with it. He thinks I should pay the comp cable company. You know, the cable company's big brother, okay? Yeah. How many times has the cable company screwed us over? Cut the cord. Cut the cord, damn I mean, it. Damn. Sorry. I peaked the microphone. Anyways, Ooh. next up, we have the Barvers of the New Day. Booker T and uh, Jerry the King Longler oh. are at the special commentary table for some weird, uh, the New Day's commentary table for some weird reason. Yeah, and another weird thing. Because is, history, Corey. Yeah. History. Okay, sure, I'll, I'll buy it. Another weird thing is it took the collective power of every single former GM and page to come up with this match. Is that what they said? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so Seamus and Xavier start the match. I mean, it was. They, all, they were all in a boardroom and say, hey, New Day, bar. Okay. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah, I can't do Becky or uh, Vicky Guerrero. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> no, please. Uh, it, it was a man match. I felt like a lot of uh, a lot of wrestles. No, I thought this actually. I thought this was a match. Was Did you see that spot pretty... where Sheamus was in? He got pinned right by I think Big E. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. no, no, it was Kofi. And then well, Kofi uh, wasn't in the match. Oh no, then it was uh, Xavier. A, Xavier. And then um, Cesaro came over, broke up the tag, picked up Xavier, and put him in a neutralizer. And the look of fear inside Sheamus's face because it looked like he was going to drop him on top of him. Oh, you like wow. he he felt like he was going to buckle. Yeah, but Cesaro, to his credit, he jumped over to the side and cleared Sheamus completely. I like that guy is just ridiculously strong. Yeah, uh, Cesaro. It's all about functional strength, you know. Uh, but towards the end of the match, the bar actually go after Kofi Kingston, the person I said that wasn't in the match. Um, he's on the outside. They go after him, clear off the commentary, the New Day's commentary table. Um, gonna put Kofi through the table. It looks like out comes the big. Wait, hold on. The big show? Who? Oh, the big show's there apparently. So yeah, didn't you? That's the biggest takeaway from this match. No, I know. I I was just. It's more. But it's of just. A, it's what? very what? random. What? Yeah. What? what? Huh? Okay. Uh, the big show comes out and he starts. He starts staring down the bar and he's slowly helping Kofi up and you know nothing could go wrong here. No, no, Big Show. He has his allegiances that he's a, he is a very firm. He, he has very firm ideals. He's not just going to like change them on a whim like constantly. <laughs> you know, he's just always going to stick to his principles. And then he turns on Kofi Kingston and puts him through a table. Well, shit. <laughs> uh, so then eventually um, Biggie Biggie had this great look on his face too when he was staring down the Big Show. I think yeah. we're going to Biggie Big Show match. Yep, I legitimately I think this is probably his 20th heel turn. Probably. This dude's like the thousands. He's been around since like the early like 90s. The actual number. He was probably on the first episode of SmackDown, wasn't he? Uh, February, he might, may have February been. of ninety nine. He debuted. He may have been on. Um, yeah, I could see on WCW. Yeah. No, no, no. He debuted in St. Valentine's Day Massacre, Massacre. in ninety nine, okay. uh, which is a fe which was of course February. So he wasn't part of the first yeah. Thunder then, yeah. No, he was because, on Thunder because because SmackDown wasn't that April of ninety nine. When was the first SmackDown? Well, let's count a thousand weeks back. That would be. 
Everybody gets their calculators out. Hey, Siri, when was the first SmackDown? The first SmackDown took place on April 29th, 1999. August 29th? <laughs> or April 29th. I have April 29th. That's on Wikipedia. According to Wikipedia. So. So April, tw- yeah, April 29th, 1999. Yeah, he would have been there. Yeah, he was there. Okay. Um, cool. Good for the big show. So then uh, Big E gets distracted. Bro kicked the Big E. Sheamus pins Big E. And the new SmackDown, oh wait, SmackDown Tag Team Champions. The bar. Yeah. Um, yeah, this definitely leads to a Big E rub and push. Not, you know. Um, I, th- I think so. I just thought it was just, I think it was a way just to make the matches 3v3. Just to have everybody, have all the New Day involved well, yeah, by adding uh, another person I mean, to yeah, it. Yeah, I could see that too. Um, I thought, did Kofi Kingston, am I remembering this correctly? But then did Kofi, did Kofi Kingston like actively stop a pin? He, uh, he did, but the pin was in, where Sheamus had his feet on the ropes, so he knocked his feet off the ropes. And somehow that just stopped it? Well, yeah. Somehow yeah, just yeah. Referee didn't see it. Yeah, no, but then did he, I know, like, did he, but then did the, did I, did either member of the bar, like, kick out? No, did any uh, member of the New Day kick out out of that? No, Sheamus, Sheamus got up and was like, hey, I'm tagging over here. Sheamus is an idiot. He never should have gotten up, even though he, his foot got removed. He should at least try the the pin attempt. But well, you're trying yeah. too much logic, man. It's WWE. Yeah, you tell me this all the time, Michael. It's WWE. Too much logic in your brain. Right I now. don't know. Well, it's just when it's just flat out in your face in this sort of thing. Like not like not like I usually don't pick up like small subtleties, but this was huge. Like yeah, but then if you get Kofi count, pretty much interfered in this match. Yeah, he did. Which results in a dis- which should probably just dis- like. Result in dis- disqualification. But if the ref can't see the feet on the rope, then he can't see the feet and get knocked I off just, the rope. Yeah, this and is no, just like something from a couple weeks ago. I just want to remind you. I just want to remind you again that not only did I am I calling this out, fucking Jerry Lawler called this out for like five seconds, what and as soon say? as he called that, the fact that Kofi Kingston just did some outside interference. Did Kofi just interfere? And back to Tom. Hi, I'm Tom yeah. Phillips. <laughs> like it, it, and it was so weird that comment that it was a complete mess. The oh, the any, commentary anytime they have those Jerry two, Lawler. anytime they have those it's two tables, worst. it's the worst. I hate it. It's like yeah, these guys are given yeah. ten seconds to say anything. They're and huge. They were to, rushed. Like, yeah, like mm-hmm. like it was it was like Tom Phillips and all them were talking, have doing a little commentary. And all of a sudden, it cuts to Booker and uh, the King, and all of a sudden, like, okay, Booker, what do we have here? Well, two they great have somebody guys in their ear, earpiece. Yeah, like, saying, okay, you go. guys, yeah, go. exactly, because there was a, a spot where I guess uh, Corey heard go and he started to go, but he felt like he was uh, talking over the King, so he stops. And then there was dead silence for like three seconds. Mm. Mm. Good work, guys. So next, oh, so Sheamus or so Biggie or Big Show, whatever, whoever is now part of the bar, or he's just chilling with the bar. I don't know. He, he's hanging out at the bar, just hanging out at the bar. Next up, we have a John Cena iPhone promo. John Cena and his hair, by the way. Funny. Um, that ages him, doesn't it? I love how at at Super Show he's like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, guys, but I love you. And then all of a sudden on this, he's like, I'll be around for plenty of more Smackdowns, guys. Yeah. Like literally, that was all said in one just night. Rest too. assured that I'm still with. I'm just. I'm still here. You know, I'm definitely not with Nikki Bella. We're broken up. Okay. Being at that shopping mall in Australia was just a coincidence. God, leave me alone. Next up, we have Rey Mysterio versus Shinsuke Nakamura, which I thought was a pretty darn good match. I hella marked out on Rey, and I think he actually whispered into Shinsuke's ear. Said, go ahead, go go full strong style <laughs> on me. <laughs> This sounds like something he'd say to his Booyaka. wife every night. Booyaka. Booyaka. <laughs> uh, I really like the part. The the really the move that stuck out to me the most. I know it's so simple to it, but it's not. It's it's that sliding 
a suicide dive at from under yeah, the bottom for, rope. Yeah, he really. He he must have really greased up his uh, his chest in order to pull oh, that off. Man, either that or he's gonna get some serious apron Slip burns. Yeah. Slide, take it to the hat. Um, yeah, no, it was really good, and I felt like I thought this Ray, was fun. I felt Ray was working a little stiffer than usual than his b- previous WWE performances. Yeah, yeah I'm telling Shinsuke you, they, just told him to lay it in. Or, they, I, I well, think, he's I had think some Ray new, told him Shinsuke, dude, let's let's. Go full Japanese style. On this yeah, one. we're both. We both have. Uh, if they Japanese wanted to go experience. full Japanese style, I feel like they failed because I thought this well, match was Ray, only well, okay. WWE Japanese style. Ray Japanese style, which yeah. is a little harder than WWE. Ray can't go full Japanese style. Yeah, anyway. yeah. I thought he's not I'm, Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, I just thought this match um, on paper it sounded it this sounded fantastic. It's a tr- goddamn dream match, but really, I just thought it was only okay. It was the first time ever match. Oh, so that that bumps it up to five stars instantly. <laughs> well, the finish was lame. Uh, what was the finish? The it was just match. abrupt. It just felt it was, abrupt oh, the and kind of rushed. Yeah. It's mostly because they're, they're they had to rush for the Undertaker entrance, and I just yeah, I it's not something I'd go out of my oh, way was to watch. So rushed. It's not like this match between Shinsuke Nakamura and Rey Mysterio is just something I wouldn't go out of my way to watch, which is crazy for me to say out loud. But hey, it's 2018. Had this happened in 2000, say 13 or 14. It would have been that would have been way crazier. Have been way cute then. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. just saying, like the I think I'm my the days are past for me saying like whenever so and so is facing Shinsuke Nakamura, it doesn't really inspire any excitement at to me at this point because he's only had okay matches with Rey Mysterio. He only he had a one okay match with Rey Mysterio. Good average, good to middling of the road with uh, AJ Styles and all those matches. I just think that it's time is just kind of dwindling down for Shinsuke Nakamura and so he's kind of just he's more or less complacent in terms of like in ring in ring work. He just wants to go opinion. surf now. That's that's yeah. really true. It's it's and I well he's older yeah. too, right? Yeah, that's what, and that's what I'm saying. Like say say if you got Shinsuke Nakamura like in 2013 which is hey, newsflash fellas, that's the stuff you love about Shinsuke Nakamura was five years ago. Yeah. Well, is, is he like late 30s? I want to say he's approaching 40s now. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. He's not getting any younger. And yeah. so he and has. So his, Ray. Ray's 40. But then Ray, like he, I feel like he hasn't missed a beat. But then it's just, yeah. but the the fact of the matter is I do feel like Shinsuke, he has his, he has his beats and he'll just stick to it. Ray? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh no, I'm talking about Shinsuke. Oh, Shinsuke? Yeah. I mean, he's starting to get into that groove, you know. He's he's WWE out now. Yeah, he's, he's that's this is his retirement home. I hate to say WWE. I sort of feel like that's he's all, not that, going. That's a lot for that's all for that's for a lot of wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. I mean AJ Styles probably too. I mean, oh yeah, he may, might do some indie appearances after they're done. But I still, I'm like this is a hot take for me, but I still think Shinsuke Nakamura's best match is still with against Sami Zayn in that takeover. Whoa, yeah, no, you're right, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so then uh, after that, the dong dong. Oh, yeah, but before that, I just want to point out that uh, Ray looked a little bit scared because he saw Shinsuke uh, cut up on the forehead. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I think that was from the 619. 619, yeah. yeah. And we know Ray's uh, history with the 619. And Oh, yeah. You know, so he, he looked a little killed somebody. nervous for a second. So Ray Mysterio, 619, and the and basically, like, he just... He does the th- he never does the hur- the the hurricane rana anymore. He just just plants himself into the into yeah. the individual the lying individual well, he's 40. and he, <laughs> he pinches again Nakamura. Well, he does like a like a off splash. like a, a yeah like a little a tadpole splash I guess. Yeah, I mean it's for his for his friend Eddie, you know. Yeah, but Eddie. Eddie. Uh, yeah, Ray Mysterio that him winning the qualifier that makes all every entrant in this World Cup American. You know what? I I I'm gonna 
The All-American World Cup. I think um, Amer- I think America's finally going to take home a World Cup. No. I'm just saying. I mean, just think I'm about sure. it. The odds are against it's, him, though. It's most like this whole world, the whole verbiage of calling it a World Cup, it's just, I feel like it's just out of jealousy because Qatar has a World Cup. Yeah, yeah, we, that, that, yeah, yeah. we were talking about that yesterday yeah. on the show. Uh, yeah, no, it's definitely, it's, and, and, and also, the well, you know what? Uh, America's never won a World Cup. We're going to give them right now. How America can never lose because they're all Americans. Yeah. So that was SmackDown. Oh, Undertaker comes out and he just says, rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. DX, you suck. Put you down like a dog. I still need to watch that 40-minute interview. Um, yeah, so that was SmackDown Live. Guys, real quick, before we get out of here, we do have a couple things we need to take care of. Uh, mixed match challenge results. Uh, real quick. Uh, the Miz and Asuka went over Rusev and Lana in their match, and Bobby Lashley and Mickey James' team uh, country dominance went over Bobby Roode and Natalia. So who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? Exactly. Um, and is that it for the day? I think so. Right. Anything else we need? I, I gotta no, go. There's no, no. Nobody has a birthday. No birthdays today, unfortunately. No, I feel yeah. no, I thought, okay, no, dude. Okay, it wasn't. Kenny today. Omega was yesterday. Kenny Omega was. Did you yeah. say that? Yes, of we did. Of course, yeah. we did. I I love how excited you get when there's actually wrestlers you want to celebrate their birthdays. You're like, I would give. I what kind of cake would you give Kenny Omega? Uh, probably a gluten free cake. No. <laughs> no, what's definitely good, not. That's a good Japanese cake. They must. Oh, oh, that um, that one uh, cheesecake they have. The it's the like fluffy one. The fluffy cheesecake. Yeah, mm. yeah. Give him a fluffy cheesecake. It's gonna be hard to put candles in it though. Like, but whatever. Yeah. How old is he? Uh, how old was he? He was like thirty-five, right? Something like that. Yeah. He's getting up there. I bet. You, like that. Whenever like I hear like some hot young prospects, I'm like, no, like these guys. Are, fucking Finn Balor is like thirty-seven. Yeah. Same as Kota Ibushi. Like these guys are getting older, and so whenever I hear like. I feel like his age is really like, it's it's just one of those things where like maybe he will go to WWE. Yeah. But about, I don't think so anytime soon. How about Duff Ziggler calling um, Bobby Roode kid? Come on, kid. <laughs> Ziggler's uh, man, he's probably just a little bit younger than Bobby Roode. All right, guys, let's get out of here for City Wrestling Radio for KCSF. It's the hair for Corey Smith. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Jose Osegueda. I'm Michael Vergara. City hey. Wrestling J. Don't forget to follow us, like, share, subscribe at CWR415. And guys, go to the Wrestle Hub on Twitter at the Wrestle Hub. Nominate CWR415 in the nominations post. Just go to the little post they have best newcomer 2018 because we are we are the best newcomer of 2018 in the po- podcast realm, I believe. Right? Um, we're pretty darn good. Uh, we're pretty spiffy. And we're solid, consistent, solid. Yeah, I think so. Solid, guys. For all of that, we sit. We'll see you. T- we'll see you later this week with the B show. Oh, uh, real quick, uh, the B show. It's gonna be a little late this week. You know, we yeah, got, you got like, some wrestling to watch. I got well. I got wrestling to go to, and I think that's like the one thing that actually can pro- postpone a show, a recording show. Is it's that an actual show? You have to go to wrestling. Uh, Juice Robinson. Everything. Well, you know what? I'm gonna talk about that show in another in a little new show. I'm gonna put out tonight. It's gonna be our little um, Bayer NorCal wrestling rundown, guys. Ooh, that's a good name, actually. All right, guys. <laughs> you just thought of that on the spot. Yes. Cool. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, we'll see you later. Bye. History. <laughs>